0: Coast to coast, we are back again. We got another head coach that we're excited to uh, share with and connect with today. Uh, We're going way east coast. Uh, We're going to Binghamton, and uh, we have Coach Lavelle Sanders in the building. We're so excited about that. They're coming off uh, a great week of hoops, and we're going to talk about his program and his journey and all the things going on on the east coast. So we're going to bring in Coach to the studio. Coach, what up?
1: What's up, man? What's going on?
0: How much? Thanks for joining us, man. We're excited to have you. Uh so coming off a little bit of a hot week. You got a player of the week. Uh talk a little bit about that before we jump into the rest of the conversation.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, that it was exciting. We actually were huddling up and we were um finishing up practice and I was just talking to the guys, and you know, our one of the coaches came over and just showed me a graphic of, of Jake winning the um, you know, player of the week award and you know, I, I started by saying, you know, congratulations to Jake, but, you know, that that's a team award um, because, again, Jake doesn't get those accolades. Um, he doesn't get that award if we don't win two games, right? And so that's something that we all can be proud about. Um, you know, Jake doesn't score by himself, he doesn't assist by himself, he doesn't do anything alone. And so, you know, I, I try to not focus on individual um, success. Um, but when something like that happens, I think we, we you know, we got to give him his props. But also, as I said, we got to take it as a, as a team award um, because, again, you know, we we had a successful week, and he was a big part of that.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Talk about the week, Coach. Obviously, uh, you know, getting two wins, not easy to do in any conference. Um, so talk about just being able to get back-to-back wins and just kind of talk about a little bit of the conference play. You guys have had some uh, great moments. You've had some splits. You guys are playing some really good basketball. Talk a little bit about uh, this week.
1: Yeah, you know, so we went we went to, to Stony Brook, and you know, we had lost um, the first game with them. And I think one you know, one of the things Coach Norris really um, started to, to talk to the guys about, and I, and I, I like it, is, is not getting swept. And so we we had that mentality. You know, we were going down a, to to Long Island to to, to get a W, um, and we we always just talk about you know we got to do it whatever we gotta do, we gotta, we gotta go go there to get it, get a win. Um, and so I thought we, you know, started off playing really good defense. Um, one of the focuses was not to get behind now, Stony Brook is such a good offensive team. Uh, they have a lot of good offensive talent and you know, it's hard to get three, four or five stops in a row. So if you get down big against them, which we did early on, you know, at home, it puts so much pressure on your defense. Um, and then also it puts pressure on your offensively, because now you've got to try to come down and score. You know every possession, which which doesn't happen, and so you know I thought we did a really good job of not getting down early, um, and we just made everything tough for them. You know to hold them to I think they was sixty one, was uh was impressive. So I thought that was one of our best, you know defensive efforts, you know all season, and then you know we come home and we you know play a, a, a really good main team right there. I don't know if they probably won one game in the league so far, but they're 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 not as bad as their their record uh, indicates they play hard, um, they play together, they're physical. And so they've been in every game this year. I mean, even our game, uh, it was a, it was a, you know, I mean, we got up to about 17 one time, but they kept fighting and they, and they came back and they, and they made it tough on us. And then also, you know, they, I thought it was, it was something that, you know, we hadn't seen all season. They came and played basically 40 minutes of zone. Um, so we had to navigate that. You know, we had a, you know, I want to say we had a, a slow first half, but we, we weren't, executing the way we needed to execute offensively, like defensively, we we were fine. We were, you know, I want to say they scored 23 points in the first half, which is, which is what we, what we like to give up. Um, but offensively, the zone just, I kind of were hacking apps. We were, they were kind of playing like a soft press back to zone. And, you know, we were kind of letting them, you know, play the soft press instead of just, you know, going by guys that standing straight up, you know, um, so it was, it was a hard fought, hard fought victory. And I, I'm happy we were able to come out, especially you know, with that, with that W because again, a team played against us 40 minutes on. we haven't seen that all season. So right. I'm happy we were able to adjust to that. And again, experience is the best teacher now. And, you know, yeah. we, 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 see that again, you know, we'll, we'll be ready for it. Um, so yeah, so it was, a, it was, a, it was a good week and then, and in conference, man, this is a, you know, this conference is kind of, it's, it's a packed conference, right? you got Vermont up here. That hasn't lost the game yet, and then you got everybody else that has three, four losses. Yep. And so, where, when, when you lose a game, it kind of it can drop you three or four spots in the in the in the, in the, in the seedings. Right. And, and we haven't, you know, we've just started talking about seeding, you know, last two games because it's, it, I think it's something that we have to be conscious of. Um, you know, with, with Stony Brook not being able to to play in postseason, you know, playing the postseason, you know, it give, it's going to bump everybody up, and so you right. want to be able to have the highest, the highest seating possible. You know, I know for us, if you think about, you know, where we started at being picked 10th in the league, um, you know, for us to be able to host, you know, be able to host a a playoff game, you know, in our building would be, would be a tremendous accomplishment. Um, And so, you know, we, we conscious of that, and, you know, we, we, we not shying away from it. Um, I think, you know, what we talk about is being able to play meaningful games, like right now in this, in this time of year, we haven't, the past couple of years since I've been here, you know right now we're always you know at the bottom of the, the table and right. the games are not like you know they, they don't really have much meaning because you don't really have opportunity to move up and 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 challenge anybody for for a top spot well right now we're in a position where we we can move up and and be one of the top teams in the league and so I don't think that's something that we should shy away from we should embrace that and and, and attack that with force so that's what we're doing
0: yeah attacking it with force and right now you guys are uh, I know it's a packed conference, but you guys are standing second place right now. Uh, you play the undefeated Vermont team twice till the season. The first one is on Wednesday. What, I guess, what does it mean to be able to play in those meaningful games as you have been there as an assistant when maybe, again, pick 10th, haven't necessarily always had something to play for. What is the energy like on campus? Do the guys feel more nervous or is it more just that excitement for the opportunity to play those meaningful games?
1: Well, the energy on campus is ridiculous, man. Like you, you can't imagine, um, what the energy is like on campus. I I mean, just talking to people and just random people, right. Not even people that have anything to do with athletics. You know, uh, you know, I I mean, I get so many emails I got an email today from, from a guy in development. No, he, he has nothing to do with athletics, but he was just sending me an email and just letting me know how excited he was about our team and how he loved how gritty we, we are and how we always fight and, you know, and so the energy on campus, I mean, I, after the last game, I took the microphone and, um, you know, thank the crowd just for coming out and supporting us uh, again. You know, we had twenty two hundred people in the building and again, it, you know, we, we, we can, you know, it was only half of what the capacity is, but you felt the energy uh, of the crowd. And I thought from our first game, we played against Harford at home, we were down 19 and we were able to turn that, turn that around. Um, you know the, the the crowd has been has been ridiculous and and, and really given us a uh like a six man you know and so i, I wanted to make sure i i, I did that and, and and thank the fans um but you know we are as i said we're not we're not shying away from that um right. guys are confident which we should be right because we prepared ourselves yep. we put the work in you know I, I always say when i was a player my confidence came from my preparation i knew that i i was in the gym taking shots and I had no fear of, of taking those last second shots or last second free throws because I was prepared. And that's what, that's what I feel with our guys. Now, like we prepare these guys, these guys prepare themselves, they in the gym getting extra shots up. And so there's no, there's no, 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 no fear in sight, right. These guys are confident. Um, you look at a guy like Jake, who's, who's kind of like our, our leader, right. Um, he's, he's playing at a, at a, at a really high level and you can see his confidence are, is really high. And I think so, when you have a guy playing like that, the team kind of follows, right? And I think that's where we at. Um, at. And you know, as coaches, you know, we confident as, as hell. You know, um, I don't think there's a as a, as a group of coaches um, in this league that's that's more confident than we are. And that's again, it's just because of our preparation. Um, when we when you put the work in, you know, you can be confident. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to go play Vermont on Wednesday. Um, I, I was you know, I was talking I was I was doing a Zoom a little bit earlier. And I was talking about, you know, when I was coaching overseas, there was a team in the Czech Republic uh, called Nimbrick. and you know they won the league. I don't know the, the last 19 years in a row, right? They they they, they haven't lost in the, I do think 19 years. And so when you played against them, I always had my best games against them. You I know, mean, some of the, the 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 biggest individual games I had was against that team because I was always pumped up and ready to play against them. And you know when I started coaching. You know they would go through the they would go through the whole year and not lose a game. And then you know, team that I coach, you know we end up beating them. You know I don't know two or three times, um, just because you know just getting guys pumped up and ready to play. And again, it's not a fair thing. You res- I always talk about respecting your opponent. Um, I think when you respect your opponent, doesn't matter who you play. You know good things happen to you because when if you don't respect your opponent and you underestimate them, then you know you end up losing those games, right? Um, and so we're, we're we're a team that respect our opponents, but we don't fear um, anybody and we're going to come out, you know, and play our tails off, you know, um, and play hard as, as, as I don't know what. And then whatever happens, happens.
0: No doubt. That's the best way to be. Coach, you talked a little bit about overseas. Obviously your first year as the head coach at Binghamton. Uh, how has your prior time before – being an assistant obviously there, and then also being overseas. How has that prepared you to sit in that seat now? Because it's a little bit different, the collegiate realm and the things that come with that. Um, And then what do you attribute to your success in being able to have this success that they haven't seen there um, in quite some time? I know the players have something to do with it. I'm sure your staff, uh, but there's something within your approach as well. Just share a little bit of that if you don't mind.
1: Yeah. I mean. You know, I I was actually a player assistant um overseas and I think being a player assistant really helped me um with my development um in terms of coaching. Um just because you know, when you're playing, you know, you're you're really focused on yourself. And um once I became a player assistant, you know, like when I was coming off the floor, like coach called a timeout, and when I was coming off the floor, he would grab me and put me to the side, like right, he wanna have a conversation with his assistant coach. And um you know, I was I had to like give him information kind of like on the spot. And that made me again look at the game differently. I wasn't now just focusing on myself. It wasn't just if I missed that shot. You know, I had to look at, you know, what was happening defensively, what was working, what's not working, you know, what we were doing offensively that can that was working, not working. So it gave me it gave me opportunities to start analyzing the game um from a from a from a different lens. And I think that that helped me out a lot. Um and then I just think from from a coaching standpoint, you know, one thing I say, one of the biggest differences to me, college basketball and 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 professional basketball is professional players have an opinion. Um, whereas college guys, you they might just take everything you say for, for what it is, right? And you you tell them we're gonna play the ball screen coverage this way. Um, and they, they play it that way without any kind of, you know, second guessing or if they do it, they, they never say it to you. But when you're coaching professionals, because these guys have played at a high level, like I was coaching a guy, uh, a Czech guy who actually was like the, the 16th pick in the draft by Philadelphia and played, you know, played many years in the NBA, had a long um, career playing in the Euroleague. Um, I was coaching, you know, I was 40 years old at the time. I was coaching guys 36, 37 years old. So around my age. And these guys all have had experiences, right, and in, in playing a certain way. And so it really made me have to understand and know what i was talking about there's a big difference between knowing something and then being able to teach that um and i learned i learned that you know i learned that early on you know um i think one of the things that you know I, I remember when i was going to like the end of my career when i wasn't as athletic and fast and i started to uh i started to post up a lot i was you know kind of a bigger point guard so i started to post up a lot and that gave me the ability to understand like the the post game right in and and you know, being a big guy. Um, and so I'm able to, you know, I'm able to work with bigs. I'm able to work with guards. Um, but again, it was that being able to be in that, right? Being able to post up um, and and learn the different, you know, the, the footwork and how you can manipulate the defense, you know, um, from the low post. And, and it's it's almost similar to, to being on the perimeter in terms of, like, footwork and everything. is it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, it's just a, a different part of the floor. Um, but also like, you know, when you want to talk about defense and ball screen coverages and those kind of things, it's like, um, you know, from a, the, the good thing I, I think about me is that I was, you know, I played, I played against ice, you know, ice ball screens. There's a lot of coaches now that, you know, have never, have never played against that. Right. Cause they've, they, they, they're playing careers ended a long time ago. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that's happening now in the game. And that i actually played against because i I, mean, I played till, i'm 46 right now i played till i was 40 years old right and so a lot of things that's happening in the game um i was able to to to, to play against and then, again i know how to attack that because it happened to me um and so again there's a, again there's a, i think there's a big difference of, of, of knowing something than being able to teach that um so i think I, I attribute a lot of that to you know of course the success that we're having now um i think also it's the approach i remember when i was overseas um, team that I was coaching for, the the owner and or, or the general manager, they wanted me to be a little bit different than I was. And I always was trying to explain to them, like, you know, it's hard to be somebody else, right? Like they wanted me to be a, a guy that yells and screams at the players. And that wasn't my style, right? And that's that's not my personality. Um, I don't have to yell and scream, I think, to get my point across. I always try to explain to my guys that I'm going to be honest, right? When guys come ask me, you know, how come they're playing more and and and, and those kind of things. Like I'ma be honest. Now if you wanna know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. But you know, I don't have to, you know, MF them and and, and all those kind of things. And, and you know, like Marlon and he always he's always joking about man, like like what gets you upset, what makes you mad, right? Um it's not a lot that I, I, I let bother me. Um and I, I think that kind of approach kind of eases our guys um, doesn't you know? They they see that I'm not rattled, then I think our guys can be relaxed and go out there and play, um, and play the way we play. And so, of course, you know, having you know great, great players. You know, I don't care how much you think you know as a coach. If you don't have guys that can go out there and execute and and put the ball in the basket and and stop guys defensively, you know, you're not going to be successful. You look at all of the great coaches, the ones that we we call great, right? Um, they, they've all had hall of fame kind of talent around them. Um, and I, and I think for you to be a successful coach, you, you need that. And then I think, you know, especially for me, I, I I was telling you a little bit earlier, the the, the five coaches that I have on my staff, man, are, are heaven sent, you know, and we've, you know, we have a bond that, you know, I, you know, I hear a lot of stories, you know, you hear a lot of stories about coaches yeah. coaching staffs and you know how this coach is talking about that coach back and man we we don't have any of that and I, and I and i and i can honestly i honestly feel that right i honestly know that you know if, if marlon or brian or, or pat if they're going to be out you know they're not going to be saying hey you know l is doing this and El is doing that you know um because we we have a great relationship we talk and communicate and i think the other thing is that i give these guys a lot of ownership of you know what we're doing you know um we all have job descriptions and we have to, we have to do those, those, those jobs, whatever that job description is, you know, whatever, you know, again, there's so many things going on um, in, the, in the, in the college basketball, or in, the, in the game in general, like, you know, we got guys, we got a coach that's responsible for personnel. We got a coach that's responsible for defense. Um, I, I kind of control the offense, you know, coach, coach Gill helped me a lot with that also, but we got guys that have roles and responsibility. And so, you know, I remember when those, you know, Couple year or two ago, when the, when the pandemic was was just starting, and we had a bunch of those Zoom calls, you know, I can remember a ton of coaches saying how you know they were in practice and really had no involvement, and you know, kind of holding up the basket. Uh, you know, that that ha- that doesn't happen in our practice because all of our, all of the coaches in practice really have a role and responsibility, and 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 they and they do it to to, to the best of their ability. So you know, I think all of those things you know has helped. You know, with, with with our success, you know, I mean, you can't, this is not a one-man show by any means, you know, right. and, I, and I don't ever want it to be, Um, you know, all of, the, all of these guys have, and not just the coaches, like the players, like I, I talk to the players all the time, I want to get feedback, I want to get information, because I just think that, you know, in a relationship, there has to be, I'm, and I'm big on communication, right, like in a relationship, there has to be communication, right, right. and this, you know, as a leader, you just cannot always be dictating, 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 right, you have to listen. Part of, I think, being a good leader is being able to listen. Yep. And then, you know, <clears throat> whatever, whatever the situations are going on, you have to be able to adjust and adapt to that, right? Um, so, you know, everybody that's involved with our program has a say. Um, and at the end of the day, I, I sit down with the coaches and we we come up with what we think is the best, um, the best plan of attack.
0: Right. Yeah, you had a moment this year where you had to miss a game and one of your assistant coaches stepped in. Uh, He spoke very well at the press conference about some of those same sentiments about you as well. Talk a little bit about this team specifically. Like, obviously, you guys are playing at a great level in second place, playing with the first place team Wednesday. Um, And then what about this culture that has now been established? Are you probably most proud of that attributes to your success with this team?
1: Um yeah I mean the team we we you know we have we we talk about having having balance um cuz you know you're saying team and I think we we truly are a team um again in every team there 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 are roles right everybody has has a role um and 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 all of those roles are different but I I think that you know and I talk to these guys about we doing it together right and I truly believe we have to do it together um and if I you know if I, I remember you know talking to Danny Hurley and this is when I first became an assistant coach over here, not even as, as a head coach, but one of the things he told me about, you know, his, his time at Wagner, he said, listen, you know, we, 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 we went from, I don't remember the numbers, but winning this many games to this many games in two years, because we cared more and we played harder than in, in every team that we played against. And so, you know, one of the first things that I did with the staff was we sat down with our strength and conditioning coach and we told him, listen, Whatever you want to do, we want to make it hard as hell. You know, we we want to make it hard because, you know, nothing that is worth something comes easy, right? It's it's hard work, and so, but also during that hard process, you get a chance to see like who's going to fold, who's going to break, you know, who's going to stick with it. Um, and so you know, in the spring, it's a spring spring workout. We were getting up at six a.m. every day. Um, we were, we were getting in the weight room, you know, we were getting, you know, we have a little hill outside my little window right here and we were pushing sleds up and down that hill. You know, one day the president actually came out and it was, um, it was, it was still cold up here. It was springtime, but it was still cold up here and he was all bundled up and, you know, nobody recognized, I didn't even recognize him. Um, and he, he heard all of the noise, you know, again, I'm big on communication, so we gotta be loud. And he heard all of the noise out here and he was just on a, you know, he was doing like a, a Sunday run or something like that. And he came over and he saw us out there with with, with pushing the sleds, and he was trying to help one of our guys. And I got and the guy was like, "No, no, no, no," you know. And but again, nobody knew it was the president. Um, but I, again, I just think that the hard work that we're putting in that one of the things that we want to lay our our cultural foundation on is is hard work. And I know it's kind of cliche and everybody talk about it, but like we actually work. You know, like we have, you know, we have our hot heart monitors that we wear, that we wear. That we can, you know, we can see where guys' heart rate at. We can see how how well conditioned we are. Um, you know, we were, you know, actually just thinking about this morning, or we were actually thinking about it on Fridays to do a conditioning test today, um, but we didn't have to because, you know, we were able to get play. You know, we were able to get up and down a lot today because we don't play until Wednesday, which was able to help our our numbers for our our, our conditioning. But, you know, I think I think hard work is is is, is the main thing that I think we can contribute you know, our success to. Um, and and then I think being together as a team, um, you know, you can look at our 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 roster and you know, from game to game is usually, you know, somebody usually steps up that you're not expecting. Um, and we had a guy like George Tinsley, who was two years ago was the was the was the rookie of the year of the league. He was averaging, he was second in the league, in the NCA and minutes played two years ago as a freshman. He he go from that to this year. You know, didn't play two or three games in a row. Didn't even get off the bench, and you know he never batted an eye. Um, he knew that the guy that was playing in front of him was playing really good basketball. So again, and we've had we had this conversation. You know, I I, I called him to, to to my office and we we talked about it, and I told him, listen, it's not anything you're doing wrong, because um, I think a lot of times when when guys think that when, when they're not playing, they think that they're doing something wrong. And I was I told him, I said, it's not, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just that the guy that's playing in front of you is playing at a, a, a at a high level right now. And he understood that. You know, Christian Hinkson had a stretch where he was, you know, double doubles and, you know, I mean, shooting 50 to 60% from three-point line. He was he he can guard there. you know, he was guarding the other team's best player. So again, it was hard to take him off the floor. But George, again, a credit to him, um, never pouted came to practice every day, worked hard, probably our hardest worker. Um, and then he, the last few games, he's, you know, last game against Maney, 17 points, three for three from the three-point line. And, and, I, and I use him as an example after after the game on um, on, on Saturday, just to say, like, I'm, I keep telling these guys, you have to be prepared when your opportunity comes. The only way you're going to be prepared is when you're not playing and you're not producing, you have to stay locked in, right? You can't now go off and think you know uh, i'm not playing i don't have to work as hard i don't have to get those extra shots up because again i keep telling them today is george uh one day it's gonna be bryce beamer you know we played against hartford again another another game he didn't play he didn't play it. you know four or five games in a row we put him in against hartford he, he goes four for four from the three-point line you know and then, and gave us an opportunity to to come back and get back in the game um and so that that togetherness that we have um is is big and i think that that we are having success i think it even helps it helps it a lot more because when you're winning um it's hard to the the sorry bitch and complain when when the team is winning right you look you yeah. you don't you don't look you don't look right when you do that right no doubt um, and so it it gives these guys an the opportunity to buy in a little bit more
0: yeah you've done a great job coach just sharing everything going on that way man now we got to get to the funny side tell us at least one funny story uh it has to be about or or in your journey at all but if you have one as you've been a head coach that's cool too either one
1: um funny story but I you know what I don't have a funny story right now about you know the head coaching part is it's still uh it's still fresh right we haven't we haven't really had a lot of you know um guys
0: guys felt comfortable making fun of you yet or not yet um
1: nah you know what
0: they were telling one of you in front of you like in person now nah, they, nah, they
1: were telling coach johnson you know i think the, the the thing that they say about me is that you know i can be cool and calm and then all of a sudden i'm just like ah, you know I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling about something because it happens that quick right like you right. you you again i'm not what i'm just kind of you know reserved but again sometimes you see something you know you, you talk about something a million times and then you see a guy doing something that you just you just spoke about it and it, it kind of sets you off but um yeah I, don't, I mean i got i got one from overseas though
0: yeah tell me that or tell us that
1: so um first year overseas i i'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in the czech republic um i don't speak any any czech um and so we were going to like a a conditioning camp because you know overseas you, you you come over in august and then you you know you don't start until october and so you got like two months of training camp right it's, it's, it's hard as hell and so we were supposed to be downstairs at um, 430. And so the coach is saying, Hey, you know, get your, you know, get, make sure you take your gear and pack everything and, you know, and be downstairs at pool party, you know, and that means 430 and, and check. Out, right? <laughs> and I don't know if you already, you heard it, but I yep. heard pool party. And so I was like, in in front of the team, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, we
0: got pool control? party.
1: We going to a pool party. And they, <laughs> everybody just bust out, started laughing. Um, it was, and, and, and they, they, you know, they explained to me that, you know, it was, it was. I had to be downstairs at 4:30 because the bus was leaving. You know, right, I right. thought we going to a pool party. You know, that's so I thought I thought that was funny. No,
0: no doubt. I, I heard I heard both. I heard. It's probably somebody to decipher here. That sounds like four thirty, but if I was with you, I probably would have thought we both would have been at the pool party. (laughs) Right,
1: exactly. And then was talking about bringing your gear. You know, I'm like, I got to get some trunks. And
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, coach, you guys have done a great job so far. See, you've won seven of your last eleven, which is a lot to be said about playing your best ball at the right time. And you guys are doing that. Happy for you. Thanks for taking the time. We'll give you any last words you have. And let you uh, prepare for Wednesday. Yeah, no, nah, I just wanted
1: to, I wanted to say, man, that you know, as you said earlier, a lot of people might not know about Binghamton in terms right. of what kind of institution we have. Man, it's a great academic school, uh, um, right. you know, one of the top business schools in, in the country. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a small town, but um, the, the the school is what makes this this place yeah. thrive. And and um, you know, we got some we got some good energy around around the program right now. I mean, a lot of people are taking interest. And us, you know, you know, Tony Tony Cornheiser is a, is a Binghamton alum. Okay. And you know, last week we were we were we were only two days in a row. You know, um, again, it just, it just shows you the excitement. i mean, I'm a ton of a ton of um, you know emails and, and 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 social media messages from from alumni that are, that are, that are excited about what's going on. Um, but I think when, when when we whenever we bring recruits up here and they get a chance to see, I mean, beautiful campus um you know right now it's a little snowy up here which it is around around the east coast um but i mean facilities are are amazing for the the conference that we play in um you know i it's comparable to you know any in the conference even it's probably one of the best um arenas we have in our our league um and you know i think the the style of play that we we want to play and you know um i think the background that we have as coaches and, and able to prepare guys and help guys get better. And, you know, the contacts that I'm making, you know, here, you know, being able to help guys after college. because so I think that's also important um, that, you know, when we don't just use these kids to play basketball, um, you know, of course they get a degree, but, you know, yeah. we gotta, we gotta help these guys and get these guys opportunities after, after they leave here. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I was able to go down to New York city during the summer, you know, Tom Gobby, who was, was was working at the school at the time, um, you know, he took me down to meet a ton of alumni and donors and, and things of that nature. And I'm in contact with those guys. And um, you know, again, for me, that's that's one of the most important things is being able to help these guys when when the ball stops bouncing here. No doubt. Um, and, and not turn our backs, but being able to put them in position that's it's about is is that's what it's all it's about these guys. It's about the kids. Um, it's about helping them. But again, I just want people to I don't know about binghamton um it's, it's it's a really good place to be and you know with the help of a, a little bit more um, w's i think we can get our our name out on, on, the, on the national scene
0: no question no question well, we're we're glad to do our part coach you joining us today i can't say we're the full national scene but we got a little we got a little corner uh in it so we're glad to have you on and we appreciate you taking the time we're going to continue to keep supporting you guys and best of luck the rest of the way
1: yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. I, I really appreciate it. Again, anytime you get opportunity to, you know, promote our our, our school and our, our players, you know, I want I want to do that. So I definitely wanna to, wanna to thank you for having having me on and being able to represent, you know, Binghamton um and, and 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 give some information about what we got going on here.
0: No, absolutely. Keep up the great work, coach. We're rooting for you. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, awesome stuff there from the head coach at Binghamton. You heard it there first. Uh, They're doing some great things and won seven of their last 11, which I don't care what conference you're in, that's not easy to do and play for – not play for first place, but play the first place team Wednesday and uh, playing some great ball and looking to continue to play great ball as they get ready for the tournament. So, um, yep, you heard it there first, and we'll have uh, all of his information to follow him as this is posted, and this will also be found on not only rising coaches – uh, live stream, but also on All Access Network on the YouTube. So thanks so much for joining us and look forward to... Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.